You're listening to the Middle Age Gamers from Dimension X. Everybody, welcome to MagDX Season Two, Episode Two. I am GI Gamer nineteen eighty one, and this handsome man over here with this mustache is Trisha Navarra. Uh, he is uh, still working on his book right now. Uh, definitely check it out on his site, uh, Collector's Field Guide, on Facebook and Instagram, and all the other places. Uh, and for me, you can find me on Facebook and now Instagram. Look out, girls. Instagram. Hey, wow. Uh-oh. Hey, you might see me uh, showing off my dinners. You know, can't wait to do that either. <laughs> but uh, how how was your uh, crazy two weeks? I know we've been gone. I know that we had some uh, middle age things going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good way of putting it because, uh, you know, we, we intend to record every week. But, dude, life gets in the way, especially for us middle-aged people, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Labor Day, you know. I decided to be Chevy, Chevy Chase and National Lampoon's vacation. Luckily, I didn't bring a gun or anything to take over our theme park, but I felt like I should have. It was our yeah. first uh, It was our first family trip, and uh, we went to uh, South Dakota uh, to go see the uh, Mount Rushmore and, you know, check out the sites and things like that. Uh, I have toddlers, and I have a son, so it was like basically having gasoline and fireworks in the backseat <laughs> at all times. But we survived. A uh, really cool thing happened, like I was telling you about. Uh, I used to be military, and when we were there on the last night, uh, they let me uh, fold the flag there at the at the Mount, Rush, Mount Rushmore. The everyone got scared. They called the military up, which was cool. They gave us like a standing ovation, and then they asked who could fold the colors, and everyone like did like that awkward thing where everyone just kind of backed up like this. Oh, that would have been me too. <laughs> and it, I know it's it's very intimidating. So I went up there, and then I didn't think about it. I was like, "Oh man!" I was like, "Now I'm going to be on a video." Like people were videotaping, and I was like, "I'm going to be." I, I said, "That would be the meme of look at this guy. I can't even know how to fold a flag." You know, geez. Yeah. Well, who does? I mean, it's lucky that you do. Yeah, I was in high school, and I did it in ROTC. I did it mm -hmm. uh, deployed, and uh, I just thought it was really cool, and I nailed it. And what was cool, like walking off, uh, there was a general there, and uh, he was like, "That was awesome." He's like, "That's that's a really cool thing," and uh, I told him thank you. And then they uh, we went up, and it was just really cool. Everyone would act like I was a celebrity up there. My wife was kind of like, "Wow, you pulled that flag great." I was like, "Oh, thank that you, thank you so much." So, how about you? What do you? What were you up to on your little uh, vacay? <laughs> <laughs> vacay, yeah. So. Uh, um... I mean, yeah, I, I've got all these projects that I, I'm working on all the time. I, you, you helped me put together, you know, part of my new office over here. Like, got a new workbench and um, logistics station. Yeah, logistics <laughs> station for uh, room for activities and, and whatnots. Um, so, kind of prepping for uh, having to ship all these books whenever we eventually get them printed and everything. But I got to finish it up first. Uh, it takes a whole lot of time. Um, right now I'm actually contracted to do a, like, I'm working on like five different instruction manuals all at the same time. So that's taking time, but, uh, I actually made a very, 
Um, big life decision. Uh, something that I've been thinking about for a long time, and um, you know, ever since I started working for Premium Edition as a graphic designer, uh, I've I've been having a whole lot of fun with it. And uh, graphic design is is a really fun thing to me. But I'm self-taught in everything that I do. Uh, I Photoshop, InDesign, uh, Acrobat. I mean, not Acrobat. Uh, freaking Illustrator. Um, and then uh, all the video editing that I've done is all self-taught too. So I've always wanted to go back to school, like formally, to uh, do graphic design and um, have a concentration in that. So I've actually decided to do that. I'm actually quitting my day job um, at Stratcom. And I'm going to concentrate on uh, graphic design now from here on out. I, I think I think it's a really good decision for you because the stuff that I see you do all the time, and this is honest true for me, like I wish I had that talent. I wish I was able to do certain things like that. And it's very important. You know, you're a lot of people don't realize when you're this middle age, you know what I mean? Like you got to do what makes you happy. It's yeah. not about money and, and craziness. Yeah, that, that, that you need it. I get it. Yeah. But happiness is always go first. Yeah, well, and I mean, you know, uh, I I was going to say, like, I, I feel incre incredibly blessed to be able to make this decision in my life because, you know, I, I don't have kids. I don't have to to um, worry about them. I, I You know, I'm married, um, so obviously I still have to worry about bringing in an income and making sure that we're okay. But because, you know, you and I both um, uh, retired from the Air Force, so we both have pensions. Both of us are unfortunately disabled, but you know because of that we we draw money from VA disability as well. Um, so you know I I have uh, a lot more um, leeway than most people would in making a decision like this, especially in this stage of my life. So um, instead of having to go to and I'm not saying that my job was soul sucking because it absolutely wasn't. But um, it's definitely not something that I, I'm passionate about, like graphic design. Um, don't get me wrong, like working with the Intel community and working with uh, Big Safari and the, the uh, global data integration team that I've been working with lately, um, it's incredibly fulfilling, uh, but it's a different kind of fulfilling. Um, and I always felt like, especially with like all the projects that I take on on the side, I've been stretched really thin and something had to give. Um, and I... I've just decided to go this route. So I I think also too, you gotta remember like both of us, like we we grew up on box art. That was the thing that mm -hmm. we enjoyed. It 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 gave us things in imagination that we wouldn't see. You know, you go to a store and say for example you see Castlevania, you're like, Oh man, I'm going to a ca evil spooky castle to fight Dracula. Like that's yeah. really cool. And the stuff that I always remember and it's just like the box art. Like, why do I have boxes here? It's because I like the art on it, you know? Yeah, dude. Uh, like, you got that Mega Man thing for me, like, and that blew my mind. The guy who drew that, and I used to look at that mm -hmm. dang instruction guide like crazy. Yeah, dude. And I think it's it's good for you. And, you know, with the success of Premium Edition Games, you're <clears> basically the one of the hearts of it, you know? You you have a passion I wish I had. I mean, I, you know me. I'll just I just want to play and just get them dirty and <laughs> yeah. appreciate the. I feel like it's like a like kind of like a museum. You appreciate the art of it and you like to have other people enjoy the same things that you enjoy, which I think is I do awesome. I really think that you're making a correct decision on this. I've told you this numerous times. Yeah. Like you should <laughs> you should run your own company, your little LLC, and 
have people you I mean you you could work for, for in the video game business for all you know everyone really knows your your work you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome and uh, you know you kind of hit on something that i have been thinking about also and and something that i'm, I'm probably going to end up doing now that i'm on my own on my own um i'm probably going to uh establish an llc for myself um and uh it's something that uh, they were actually talking to me at work today they were like dude is there any way we can keep you on like just part-time as a consultant or something like that so i didn't say no um but you know in the future i know that you know the the program that i worked for actually needs graphic design and and stuff because we we have customers like we we try and sell ourselves our product to other people in the intelligence community um in order to uh onboard them and um you know a sum of like everybody else makes everyone stronger so um you know we're selling ourselves but we have to put a professional foot forward and uh through graphic design and having pamphlets and and you know really nice looking business cards or whatever you know it it gives a good first impression so um you know that was something that I brought to the team, and something that they're going to be losing now, uh, unfortunately. But uh, you know, if I establish an LLC, then I can actually contract with those guys and uh, get paid to do those sorts of things. Yep. And so we'll see where it takes me. And like I said, like uh, you remember, right? <clears throat> you know, like my wife is the same way. She wants, she knows I enjoy video games and things like that, but I don't have the skill and the talent to like. I have a lot of knowledge, but I don't have a lot mm-hmm. of like gifts with like art and things like that. So you know, I got three kids, and my obligation is my wife and my kids. So that's why I do what I do. Yeah. Uh, if I made enough money, I'd probably just retire and enjoy my life. You know what I mean? You don't got that long on this earth. So, like, mm-hmm. you should enjoy it while you can. But I'm super proud of you for making the decision. Don't think that you're making a bad decision. Uh, every choice has its consequences, and every choice has its benefits. So, like, yeah. just make sure that uh, you don't don't freak out. and like, oh, I got to get out of here. I got to go back. You know? No, um, I've, I, you know, like I said, I've been thinking about this for a really long time, and and I was telling my the guys that I work with today, I'm like, I know this seems really sudden for you guys because it's just coming out of nowhere. Like they they only found out a couple days ago that I'm leaving next week. Um, and uh, they're, you know, uh, we, we have a good relationship, so they're sad to see me go. Um, but I told them, you know, it's it's sudden for you guys, but it's it's not for me because I've been keeping it close to my chest and thinking about this for a long, long time. Um, and, and just finally decided to do it. A lot of people don't realize the military, you know what I mean? We, we signed up for it. Uh, we, we did our jobs and it's, it's hard to get away from it. It's not like a light switch where you can kind of turn it on and turn it off. You know, Yeah. you still think about all the, the friends you've had in the military. You think about all the times that you, you know, you went, you know, and did your missions, uh, people that you may have lost people that you like that it's 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 kind of a weird thing like even me like i didn't i tried to step out on civilian world but like i still kind of love working with the military i mean mm-hmm. it, it was my dream job as a kid and it's fun to see like the new generation and see where the future's going so uh i'm happy for you i hope you uh make a, a, an epic michael mcdonald uh poster is your first your first thing <laughs> i might have to oh that's happening to, I might have to commission you for something <laughs> for my bathroom, <laughs> but uh, happy oh, for you. Man. All right, enough of this. Enough of this 
middle-aged madness. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do pickups. Uh, as usual, we'll let you go first. Uh, these are pickups that we had over uh, a length of time. So this is exclusive on YouTube. So just be aware of that. If you want to yeah. see it, you got to subscribe on MagDX so you can see us and our pickups. So go ahead. Yeah, and uh, if you guys are listening to it on um, you know Spotify or Apple, um, I I would implore you to watch it on YouTube anyway, just so that you know what we look like. And uh, I mean, you know, he's talking about my my sexy mustache. Like that that doesn't come through on audio. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I can rub it me. here. Let me rub it against my microphone, so you guys can you guys on Spotify and Apple can hear my mustache now. It literally sounds like <laughs> I'm digging a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. I'm like, so sorry I did that, guys. So That'll cheers. never happen again. But yes, sir, the 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 floor is yours with your all amazing right. pickups, and I have a lot too. So I all right, cool. I, I actually only, dude. I was like looking at all this stuff. Um, I actually only got a couple things in the last couple weeks, and it was both limited run and it was both shooters. So I'll just go ahead and show. Yes. Uh, pop up my screen here. Whoop. Um. So I got ESP Galuda two. Eh, eh, there we go. That's why I, th- I, it's a I thought you, I thought it was a Final Fantasy game when you showed it to me. Yeah. So this That's was cool. um, originally only on uh, Xbox 360 Japanese. Um, I've got it on uh, that console, but uh, limited run. Someone who works for them is a huge Shmup fan, and I'm a fan of whoever that guy is because I will keep buying them too. And then I got uh, Dodonpachi uh, Resurrection. Um, not Erection, Resurrection. Swing! Yep. Another bullet hell shooter. And uh, I've actually gotten a third one, a third shooter that came in the mail, but I'm too lazy to go to the uh, mailbox right now. So it's, it's in the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, well, man? You got plenty of time. So, first off, I, I have one little rant to go on uh, about Limited Run, and this is two things. Uh, DHL, for some reason in Omaha, seems to be stealing all my games. They won't steal the collector's editions because it costs them money. But those, those small little packages, they don't cost them anything because they got insurance. And they stole my Retro City Girls 2 that I had on PS5. Oh, wow. And let me run. Let me let me explain something to you, and I'm going to say this as nice as possible. Don't ask me for a refund or a replacement. If I bought the game, I want a replacement. I don't want money back. I'm not going to be that dude's going. I don't want to have your games anymore. It's just really, really annoying that I have to wait three days to get a reply mm. to something to tell me that I need to do a replacement. And then what's even funnier? They asked me for my address. Like I gave them the wrong address. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's the same uh-huh. one that's on my account. <sighs> so that did not come in. But first off, uh, the wizard uh, went to Game on Expo and he made something, and I didn't know he made it. And so I saw on his uh, his website. He, if you want a copy of this and other Dreamcast games and other releases, it's called the Game Zone. If you look up Wizard and the Game Zone, uh, it'll pop up. And you know how much I'm a turtles whore. And someone made something really cool. They made uh, the Calabunga collection for the Dreamcast. Nice. And what's cool about this, it has all the 8-bit games, all the Game Boy games. It has all the 16-bit games. But 
they added more games to it. The the Shredder's Re-Revenge, they made for Sega Genesis is on here. They made uh, other uh, homebrews and repos of the games they had. They even had the Streets of Rage 2 Ninja Turtles 1, which is awesome. Uh, this cost me 50 bucks, but like I said, like he does... Wizard does such premium work, and if you don't yeah, know dude. who it's amazing. Wizard is, he does not... He does not make a lot of copies. So if he runs out, he usually doesn't make them. And he doesn't hold them for anybody. I think the only person that gets premium dibs is Reggie. Uh, but that's it. But uh, please support him. He makes amazing stuff. He also has done Seven Mansions. He's done Dolphin Blue. He's done all these great Dreamcast games right now. Mm -hmm. So definitely support him. He's uh, he's amazing. Uh you know, I've been in this pro wrestling theme lately. <laughs> yeah. So, so I lost. You're laughing at me. I, I lost this, and so I had to get it again when they had PS One Day at Ben's. So oh, I got SmackDown, the original SmackDown on PS One. Yeah, so good. It's the first customized stuff, so that's why I enjoy it. Also, I picked this up on a whim. I can't really say this is a wrestling game from them, but it looks like they use the same engine. Oh wow! If you, if you see it on the back there, for yeah, I for do. Like it's the NWO WCW Revenge, and because of how Mega plays it, that's why I picked it up. So that was freaking awesome. And a game you gave me, which I didn't even know existed. Uh, if you if you like uh, Mortal Kombat, you know, video guys and knights and shooters, then you should pick this up. It's a yeah. You, you, what's the name? I cannot say this because I'm. It's Soul, Soul Divide. Divide. Yeah, okay. Soul Divide. Uh, never, so he tries to get me into shooters. I suck at shooters, so I try really hard to be a cool shmup guy, but I'm totally terrible. Uh, but he uh, he actually bought an extra copy. So yeah, I didn't realize I had it. <laughs> yeah, for the trade agreement, he uh, he gave this to me, and uh, I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to uh, tonight once I get done with the uh, the podcast. Uh, a couple. We got. I've been on the PS5 kick, and I think I think I found my new uh, my new thing. I'm gonna start collecting for. I think I'm gonna start collecting for PS5. I think that's gonna be mm. my thing right now. Uh, you'll be proud of me. I picked this up today thanks to Ben and uh, Jenny. Uh, Crisis Core. Nice. This is like one of my favorite games on the PSP, and uh, I'm pretty excited to. I know they had a Switch version, but I think this will go great with the with the new remake. And uh, I love this game. This is like one of the, this is like one of my favorite uh, RPG type of games. I like the like the slot machine thing that they do and all those type of little gameplays with it. So I'm pretty excited about it. I wonder if they did any HD updates to it, kind of like they did with the Final Fantasy VII and VIII when they had them on the Switch. So hopefully they did that, but uh, that's pretty cool. And uh, you gave me this one, uh, Dead Cells in Castlevania, yes. and I've been loving this like crazy. Uh, I finally opened the Castlevania portion of it, and it, it was super fun, but I got wrecked. Uh, it is Rogue, but uh, they did such an amazing job on this. At first, I was I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to like this, but once I learned the mechanics of it, it's it's freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. Then uh, yesterday, uh, funny story, my car had a weird gas cap issue with it, and so me and a bar went around, and we went to bbws and uh did a michael mcdonald drop on the, on, the, on the place i kept i i bought i bought so i found out and this is good for anyone here you can get tunes that you can buy at it's at every restaurant and you don't have to be at the restaurant so you can literally troll people at any restaurant and like pick songs that, that just annoy people and so i picked uh i keep forgetting it sounds like regulators from uh, nate dog 
So people get excited, and then once they hear Michael McDonald's voice, they're like, what the hell? So that's hilarious. <laughs> but we decided to stop at GameStop, and uh, he had to get a charger. And then I went in there and I asked him if they had Mortal Kombat, because if this comes out this week, the premium edition, you can play the game now. If you have a standard edition, you can't play it to the 19th. Oh, so no I kidding? I didn't know that. Edition. Yeah. Yeah, this is the this is the only week. The week is only open to premium only. Wow, you I don't didn't have know it. That. You can't play it. Yeah, and then they the guys like, "Do you want a steel book?" And I was like, "Are you sure those are not pre orders?" And he's like, "No, we got extras." So I uh, he gave me uh, the steel book for the release at GameStop. This is GameStop's exclusive steel book, and uh, it's just got the dragon in and stuff. And then Paul Niemeyer. <laughs> Then, uh, yeah, then this came in today. Oh, my God. <laughs> this Holy is the, uh, the Fugs edition of it. It's, it's as big as my head. Uh, mm. This has a 19-inch Liu Kang statue that I was telling you about. It has art from the people that developed the game. And uh, it's like three different like cells. And then it has a, its own steelbook with a gold dragon. And then it has a, uh, it has a premium edition in it. It's also the one I'm going to give you in here. This is possibly a variant. It does not have a barcode on it. Oh, that's on cool. On the back of the, the PS5. So, yeah. uh, what you what do you get with the premium edition? Is you basically get uh, 2,700 uh, dragon coins is like currency in the game. Uh, Jaw Claude Van Damme skin, and then five uh, exclusive cameo fighters, and uh, five exclusive uh, characters in the season one pass. And then last but not least. I think Ryan from our interview at Metroid Database, you guys need to follow him. So I asked him because I'm such a big fan of that website that he, he said, hey, I want to send you something. And so I said, uh, sure. So I looked on his, his site. He, he showed me something. And I was like, yeah, I want to get that. But, but I wanted him to sign it because it's like a historical thing for me for Metroid. And so he sent me this uh, Metroid Fusion stand. And then he signed the bottom for me. Cool. So I have that for historical values i just he's a really really sweet guy uh please support him please support his stores if you like metroid pins you like metroid stickers you like metroid prints he does his stuff is like second to none it's it's really really good uh definitely follow him definitely uh support him and what he's doing he uses it to keep the lights on on his on his website and mm. you'll find some interesting homebrews interesting topics about metroid uh hopefully we'll hear something about prime 4 soon but We'll talk about that yeah. a little bit later. Yeah, and if but you're interested in, uh, in in anything that Ryan does or the Metro da database, go back and watch uh, episode 10 with us. We actually had him on and interviewed him. Really, really good episode. We're like we're like uh, Metroid and Mega Man Blood Brothers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, do we just become best friends? <laughs> okay. Uh, Next is going to be uh, Amara's Night at the Movies. Uh, his last movie he did was uh, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight that he yes. chose. Uh, you know, since we're going into the spooky season soon. Uh, mm -hmm. What did you think of that movie, Amara? So, um, I uh, first thing I'll say is I, I think the Crypt Keeper is cheesy as hell. <laughs> Um, so the intro, you know, he does his normal intro thing and cracks stupid jokes and haha, it's this little like scary skeleton puppet, whatever. Um, but, uh, it goes into the movie that, uh, apparently he says that he directed, 
Um, and, uh, dude, that's a good movie, yeah. man. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Um, uh, you know, you don't really find out what's going on until about midway through. Um, there's this, uh, this guy that, uh, is being chased by another guy. Uh, basically, it's, uh, this d- demon knight, appropriately named, uh, being chased by a demon. Yeah who's trying to get this last key. And what happens if he gets that key, by the way? I don't remember that part. So basically what he is is that it's the, it's the blood of Christ. And so if the devil gets the blood, then mm-hmm. he controls the world. Okay. But the, if the guy's holding to the blood, the angels and, and, and God and all them, they control what happens. And so they, they <clears> basically <throat> just chase these guys down to get this key. Without the key, they can't come into Earth. And that's basically yeah, okay. the whole list. Yeah, okay. So he ends up at some like uh, weird hotel with like uh, you know it's like a cross between Cheers and a whorehouse. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know like that. It's actually, right? Yeah, it's I mean it's pretty accurate. It's um, pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, but dude, there's so much like good uh, good dialogue and action, and I mean it's a cheesy like low budget film but it doesn't really feel like it which is crazy like really good acting in it um it's the only the second thing i've ever seen the the pr- main protagonist in it i don't know his name but uh he's uh in shawshank redemption um so he's the yep. demon knight and uh he's actually a really good actor like i wish i'd seen him in more things like and then uh what billy zane God, is that, so is that his name He's so funny, man. Like, he's so charismatic. He's the demon. Trying to get the key from uh, this, uh, the demon knight. And then uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, his, um, her sassy self. Uh, yep. And then it's ends up being prior, the demon knight. Huh? Prior to Will Smith's lap. Yeah, prior. But she's still got short hair, which is, I thought was funny. Yeah. So, like, it's always a lot been her of look. Know- it's it, I. There's also like funny things that the demon does. If you think like Nightmare on Elm Street, he does like you know these things where he tries to. He has to. The rule is they they have to let him in to let him in the the place. So he uses manipulation to get them mm-hmm. to let them in. So, but also they have like demons that have like two green eyes and they can only kill them by hitting. <laughs> yeah, which to is crazy. Shoot both eyes. But there's also like funny characters in there. There's a there's an old man they call him Uncle Willie, and crazy stuff happens to him. They have like this one dude's a complete dick, and he's like tying like batteries, uh, cables to his nipples and stuff like that. He's yeah, <laughs> you just want him to die, and uh, the, the, it's really cool with the blood theme, where like you know you can use the blood to protect the the place. He can drip a couple drops of blood, but yeah, uh, on like cool a threshold, thing, like, and then it'll make a barrier. Yep. The cool thing about the the star is like it's like a GPS. So that tattoo on his arm is telling him where to go. So that's no. why he was like at that place. Yeah. But uh, what would be your rating on this movie, sir? Oh, that's it's a perfect five out of five. Uh, I'd buy that for a dollars, man. So happy you enjoyed it. I love that. Yep. I, I'd, I'd, I'd be, buy that for five dollars. I know people are gonna rib me of this, but it's my favorite Tales of the Crypta episode, kind of. You yeah. Know, it's like well, it's yeah. Full disclosure, it's the only one I've ever seen, so it's my favorite too. <laughs> well, Tales of Crypt is like a half-hour show, so like uh-huh. they always do stuff quick. And this one, it feels like a slow burn where you can kind of enjoy it, like you know, and and 
build into the characters. That's a really good movie. I've never heard of, like, ever heard of it. Well, I'm happy you you enjoyed it because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know about it. I, I uh, what happened was I literally I watched it on HBO where they were actually showing the show, and I was like, man, this is awesome. And uh, yeah, love- and uh, just just a warning, uh, you know, if you're gonna show this to your kids, there's a lot of boobs, a lot of boobs, <laughs> a lot of boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, you know, like, what's also the last thing I'll say, it's really <coughs> funny. this was prior to all those postal bomb things. So, like, the mm. mailman that was in there, that mm-hmm. was prior to anything that was happening in an actual, like, U.S. mail, which is, like, bonkers, you know? Yeah. But the, uh, the one thing I'll also say, too, the soundtrack for it is amazing. It's good. They have so many good... And on that thing, I want I want a CD of it for sure. It's so good. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. Me, I would give it. Uh, it's all in the reflexes. I would give it ten all in the reflexes. <laughs> My mine's like one to ten. Yeah, I would give it ten all in the reflexes for that. Very very good. So, uh, since we did our movies, we have three other ones. Since it's Mortal Kombat's release, all right. I have three Mortal Kombat movies. Cool. One of them is one of them is a troll. Just to let you know, and I'm gonna shuffle them now. All right. And one's, one's something you've probably never seen before, and one is something really cool. Cool. So go ahead. A, B, or C. All right. Um, I've been avoiding B um, for a while because I picked it uh, several times in a row, so I'm going to go B this time. So uh, you picked an animation. Uh, this is uh, called Mortal Kombat Legends. This is cool. uh, Scorpion's Revenge. Awesome. And uh, I'm going to let you know, please don't show us around your kids. If you guys ever get this, this one's pretty dark with the brutality. Just just letting you know. Awesome. You a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I got it on 4K as well, so you'll definitely enjoy that in 4K. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's uh, I liked it a lot. This is the first one WB did for the series, the animation series. They've done three so far. The next one is going to be Johnny Cage in the 80s, which I can't wait to check out. <laughs> <laughs> the other two that you didn't get, and I'll show you. Uh, this one right here, it's called Mortal Kombat Legacy. The reason why you have a Mortal Kombat movie now is because of this. Someone hmm. basically took their money and made like little budget uh, films of this. And if you see who Jax is in this, uh, yeah. It was a live action series that they did on YouTube. You can watch these on YouTube, by the way. They have a whole series on there. And you know this one was coming. Uh, More Combat Annihilation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm glad I avoided that one because I've actually seen that one. So, um, I would still like to get your review on that movie. So, it's, Yeah, it's been a long time. Long time. All right, next, we, we, uh, so we had two stealth drops, actually. So we need to talk about two of them, and I forgot to tell you about this. So Nintendo and Sony randomly dropped. Oh, yeah. I, 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 oh, this will be me learning about what Sony dropped, because I, I never even read about it. Okay. So uh, I'll start with Sony. Sony uh, basically got ready for prep for Spider-Man 2. Uh, they also had, and I'm pretty excited about it, RE4. NVR, it's coming out this winter. Also, DLC of the the Ada stuff from uh, RE4 is coming out for the remake. And uh, they also had Mercenaries, which is supposed to be all free. I don't know oh. if it's 
I don't know if the the Ada one's free, but I I, I think what they're going to do, like they always do, they do the gold edition where mm-hmm. it has everything, and I'll probably pick that up too. But that was like the big deals. There wasn't much with Sony. I think their mindset was, I think they had it ready, and they waited for Nintendo because I've noticed lately that when they when Nintendo Direct gets launched, they launch theirs as well. So they're literally holding on to a production to throw out at, at Nintendo, hmm. which is crazy. But I mean, there wasn't really much stuff that like I saw. Uh, it's just they they did they did also. Uh, I don't know if it was if or but they the, the, way forward is doing Contra again. Really, a, Another, a new Contra? Yeah, new Contra. It's it's oh, basically shoot. looks like the old one. It's, and way forward's doing it, so I'm like I'm all in on that. It looks like the Contra Four game. It's, it's the people that made Contra Four too, like the people that actually worked on it. Yeah. So it should be pretty amazing. But Nintendo had uh, a few drops. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. Uh, they showed off a little bit of the the wonder, like we were talking about. Uh, also, uh, another RPG Mario game, Thousand Year Doors, getting an HD remake. Here, here, uh, man! That game is amazing. Tomb I'm glad Raider. to see. Yep, two hundred for PS One. Is going to get remade. Oh wow! Yeah, they're actually doing like the the original PS one one and uh, Prince of Persia, which is a Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, what what were you most excited about on the direct? The the biggest surprise that I was like just smiling ear to ear from was F zero ninety nine. What an awesome concept, dude! What you mean, F zero fucking mid midday traffic? Yeah, <laughs> holy hell, people. dude! I can't even keep my energy by myself. Not less yeah, ninety nine fucking people on the game. That makes me excited. Like you know, there was there was Mario ninety nine, there was uh, Tetris ninety nine, and now there's F zero ninety nine. I am excited to see what other IPs they go to in the future. Um, holy crap, man! I mean, I, like it's it's just up to their uh, their imagination. Honestly, they have so many IPs to choose from, and so many that could fit this ninety nine like uh, model. Um, and not only that, one once they have enough of them, I could see them doing a ninety nine collection physical. That would be dope. That'd be cool. Here's something yeah. that I thought of. Okay, Zelda BS. What were people doing online? They were versing each other for high scores. Yeah. Why couldn't you do that again with everyone online and then basically just do like weekly scores to see who scores the highest? Dude, that yeah, talk about like customer engagement. Like that'd be amazing. And they were I, trying to do that back in the early '90s, like with with their technology back then. Now we actually have the technology for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you about F zero ninety nine. I felt like Nintendo took me on a date and they teased me and then walked oh, away from You wanted because a new F Zero game. Here here's what pissed me off, and I'll show you exactly what they did to me. I thought they were going in like this uh-huh. to come out with an H D version of F Zero, like the original. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Well technically and it I is a, like, uh, what HD. The hell? <laughs> within like I saw all those 99 cars and I'm like what is this like 
I so Tetris is amazing. Don't get me wrong. I love that one. It's great. Uh, Mario was okay, but F Zero. It's like I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up in the first five seconds of that game every time. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. You don't have to be good. You have to be lucky to get number one in that game. I'm sure. Correct. So we'll and see what happens. I feel like I feel like I was getting teased. But the other thing I, I'm really irked about is. Is there any Prime Four? Is this thing like a unicorn? I might see it. I might not see it. Like, what is, what is happening? They do. They're not going to talk about that thing until it's ready to launch. You know that. But um, Retro Studios, it, 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 dude, the, the trailer came out in seventeen. Bankai Namco only worked on the game for six months before they went back to Retro Studios. Mm-hmm. So, think about Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom was was on, was four years, four years of that of that game. And this one is taking longer than that. Are you like at least you could say, you know what? It's not coming out for this one. It's going to come out in the next generation of games. I'd be cool with that. At least I know it's still alive. I don't even know if it's still alive or they canceled it or anything. Nintendo's been very. This is the most vague game Nintendo's ever done, or they haven't mm. really announced. Like Zelda, how many times have we see trailers for that or Mario? Yeah, true. Yeah, I've seen nothing. I haven't seen directs dedicated to it. Well, but that that's the thing though. Um, I, I fully believe that Prime 4 at this point is going to be um, the next gen like launch, and that's probably why they're not showing it. And then uh, they came out with Amiibos, so there's a Ganondorf <clears throat> and, a, and, a, and a Zelda. They're they're already up on Best Buy, uh, and then they came out with a two pack of Xenoblade 3. Now I'm going to say something I'm getting really irritated with with Nintendo. They'll make a ton of fucking Zelda ones. But every other Amiibo, it makes it hard to get. Yeah. And of course, because people love Xenoblade, all the resellers bought every single one of them up, and I'm trying to go for a complete Smash set, and guess what? I can't get it now because everyone bought them up. They bought it from Target. By the way, Target charges you every month, and they still bought those things from them. And mm-hmm. it's... You know Nintendo, you know the, the, the scheme... Make it one. They can only have one. I'm so sick of collectors doing the two thing. Oh, I gotta have one to have and one to done to one to display. You're 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 taking away from somebody, and I'm not paying the reseller price. So if it doesn't, if I don't get it, then I'll find it somewhere later. I, I'm not I'm not playing these games with them. I literally went on Best Buy and I clicked on all three of them, and I went to check out, and they only stayed with two, because someone probably put in a hundred, and then cleaned them out. So what do you think about Princess Peach dress up time? I I know what they're up to. I know what they're up to. They're trying to get the girls in now. Of course. And, and the and, way and the they'd be stupid is, not to. It's it's stupid that it's taken them this long to do it. Well, I think they tried. They tried with the one on the DS. Yeah, but it didn't Super sell Princess well, Peach. And then Nintendo doesn't care what gender you are as long as it sells. They don't care. That's what they care about. That's why we mm-hmm. don't have that many Metroids because if for some reason it doesn't sell like the Zeldas and the Marios and stuff like that. They're like Mr. Krabs. They just want money. And I think mm-hmm. they're trying to... I like money. I think they're trying to bring the girls into it. There's a lot of girl gamers now. There's a lot of you know Twitch players, speedrunners, and things like that. And, you know, like some dads, you know, and moms only have daughters. So, you know, if they... He can't... You know, some, some will you know, get into video games... You know that that we like as kids, Mario, Zelda, and those type of things like that. But they don't really have something of their own. And I think yeah. if they do it smartly, like they're doing, I thought it was cool. It reminded me of a that's great a, a Disney a Disney uh, thing. You know what I mean? 
where mm-hmm. it has like the stages and the plays and she like the one that made me laugh the most was the Kung Fu Princess. Yeah. Kung Fu. I thought that was awesome. And I think it's great for them. I, I think it's great that they're 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 being uh you know take care of both genders. And mm-hmm. I think it's it's really cool that they're finally given like a little girl something to to enjoy on a on a Nintendo Switch. I am so hyped for Super Mario RPG remake. <laughs> you got less than the like let's say a month. Yeah. Well uh November seventeenth. So that no, that's that's two two months now. Oh sorry, Wonders coming out that's how okay. Yeah, Wonders coming out in October and Super Mario RPG in November. Um I, I feel like we what we should do for you, we should do an old school go to the store, midnight release, and go get it. I don't care if it's like um, Walmart or whatever, yeah. I think we should do it. Yeah. Just for fun. Definitely. Man. And what we can do is we can take a picture with our original RPG ones and then get the new RPG ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have uh I'll have Super Mario RPG playing on my CRT while while I play uh the new one on my uh you know, L C D. What one of ours trying to say is is that he is gonna disappear like Tears of the Kingdom again. Ooh, no, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. I can't. I can't allow that to happen. You, you were Smiggle from Lord of the Rings, dude. I, yeah, I disappeared. I, I like uh, found the door to Narnia and and uh, forgot how to get back. He, he's literally scared me like about that thing. Uh, so uh, I think I think Nintendo's doing good, but I think it, I think they're wrapping it up. But the problem I have with it is with them wrapping it up. I really hope it's not like one th- a thousand year doors are going to be the the end of it. I feel like they should have one more big hit mm-hmm. before the switch over happens. Uh, and I, I, I don't even know, man. Like with the switch two, I know that resellers are going to be everywhere. And well, here's I, so, here's a here's a theory that I've got about uh, a thousand year door being remade, and I hope I'm right. Um, you know that one came out on the GameCube, so that's a different generation of gamers altogether. Uh. They're bringing it forward to the Switch, so now all these people are going to play it. A new generation is going to play it. That game was so successful that it deserves a direct sequel. What if they're making a direct sequel to it? Well, they tried to do the Origami King on the Wii U, but a lot of people didn't like it. But that's not a direct sequel to Thousand Year Door, that's what I'm saying. Like Those are separate Paper Mario games with like completely different storylines. I'm saying a continuation of a thousand year door. You know what I would do? This is honestly mm. me. I would, I if I was Nintendo, I would get back with Squaresoft and say, "Listen, you guys are going through some Dude, shit right yes. now, and yes. you're, you guys are mo- you're having some money issues. And guess what? We can combine together and make a ton of money and make a new Super Mario RPG too. And not only that, mm-hmm. the, a true. So the rumor, yeah, the rumor mill on the hardware for Switch Two, I guess, was they were showing off Final Fantasy VII remake on it. Mm. So I'm assumingly that this one's going to be probably around PS4 grade or so. So imagine a yeah. PS4 grade Super Mario RPG 2. Gosh damn. Pinch me. Like I I, I, w- I wouldn't believe it until it's in front of me, but uh man, it needs to happen. It really does. Or it's so sick. Even crazier. You know, you have Gino and all that type of stuff. You can like go to Gino's world or or you know Different types of worlds that yeah, happen in there and stuff. 
Yeah, because Gino came to help, you know, uh, restore Star Road. Well, what what if something's wrong in Gino's world now? You know. Correct, and I think it's I think there's a lot of cool things that they can do. Uh, I think that it would sell like crazy, and I don't think it would be a long, hard game to develop, especially if it's in the same excuse me mantra of that of that uh that gameplay because mm-hmm. I I as me not being an RPG fan that game is one of my tops. I I say Final Fantasy 3, Chrono Trigger and Super Mario RPG are like my top 3 RPGs of yeah. all time. So Well, cool. it came it came at a really good time um, because uh, Super Nintendo and uh, especially really the the generation after that with the PlayStation um it, it was past the time whenever all these, you know, the United States was uh, uh, introduced to RPGs with Final Fantasy and, and Dragon Warrior first, Dragon Quest. Yep. Um, but, you know, like, we, we didn't really have an appetite for JRPGs until much later than Japan. But it did catch on uh, because of games that were so, um, what's the word? accommodating like uh bridging the gap between people who don't normally play jrpgs japanese rpgs and uh and like casual players so everyone plays mario yep right not everyone plays japanese rpgs so if you see like super mario rpg you're like uh yeah okay i'll give it a try and it's so much fun you're like holy crap are these what japanese rpgs are like and then you know it, it just opens an entire new world for people. I think what I think uh, Enix and Square at the time making those RPGs on there. I think it was so popular in Japan that Nintendo had to like, wow, this is something we need to get into. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a big thing. Like now, like there's RPGs like every week. Like there's a new RPG yeah. all the time. Oh, all the time, all the time. You can't keep up. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. And also, I feel. Uh, and you're gonna laugh at me because I'm bringing back to Metroid again. I was like, "What if they made a Mario, like kind of like a Mario, like a Samus RPG, like a Metroid RPG, where you could upgrade your your suit, you can get dude, better be weapons? Sick. It'd, like, be, dude, it'd be so sick. It would work. It would work. <laughs> totally work. Yes, there are so many things that would work as RPGs. It's just like a, a Castlevania RPG, Konami, Konami." You make Contra. Right. You're making yeah. Contra. Anyway, I'm just saying. But I, I, uh, I think it is. It's the swan song for the Switch. I think it was a really cool one. We, me, and you have a big connection to it because we were there on the first day it came out, mm-hmm. and we literally went to we we had to go to work the next morning, and we still <laughs> acted like we were <laughs> we were playing Breath of the Wild way too late. <laughs> this the sacrifices we make Woo. for video games, man. Like boy, that. That was a bad day. <laughs> that was rough. That was a rough day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had two five-hour energies. Breath of the Wild, I had to like, I had to tell my wife, I was like, you need to take this away from me. So I don't, I was literally sitting in bed with a sheet like a kid. And <laughs> I was like, playing it. Yeah. It was nuts. So, oh my God. yeah, is there, like, the other thing I was excited for was Contra. Yeah. Uh, WayForward is doing it. Thank God. I wish they would, I wish WayForward and .emu would get together and make a, make an epic one. But if you're a fan of Contra 4 on the DS, the same people are going back to make this. It looks like an upgrade to the original game. They're calling it Operation Gulag, I think it's called. Yeah, it's something like that. that. Uh, Really, really cool. Uh, But, I mean, like I said, 
I'm happy to have a new Contra. That'll be. I'm I'm a big running gun nut, so I I'm hoping it'll be good. It's got that weird uh, like that 2.5D like 3D kind of look to it. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, but yeah, it, it is Operation Gulag. Uh, yeah. Ga- Galuga. 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 Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of Call of Duty Gulag. Yeah. But it, I don't know when it's coming out, but I'm hoping, I know, I know what's going to happen. It's going to be limited run physical. I will say that now. Bet me on that. Because yeah, they've, sure. they've released everything from Konami. Yeah. Uh, but it, was there any other hidden games you saw that you were like kind of interested in? Um, I'm not quite interested in playing this one because I wasn't really a fan of uh, the the two previous. I think it's just two previous Mario and Donkey Kong, Mario versus Donkey Kong, or really? whatever it's called. It's so. Um, good. Yeah, so there's a new one coming out, and that was a surprise because you know it's just kind of a really really uh, niche offshoot um, puzzle game, puzzle platformer. Um, so that that one, it's- yeah. I, I'm interested to try it, but I'm not really that excited about it. I was surprised to see it. I I like it just for the fact that like it, it reminds me of the Game Boy one where you thought you were playing Donkey Kong and then it went mm-hmm. to something completely different. Yeah. And, and they were rumoring milling that there was a Donkey Kong came coming out, so people were like really excited, thinking like they were going to bring back another Donkey Kong Country. But I guess yeah. this is the one they picked, and everyone kind of got like a little bit heated about. It. Like, oh <laughs> come on! Yeah. Oh man! All right, enough on the uh, the state of play. Uh, this is uh, Mortal Kombat week, and so the new MK1 came out. Uh, I've played it for probably about yesterday. I probably played about six hours. I did none of the storyline. I just wanted to see the mechanics of it yeah. uh, and the gameplay of it. Uh, I will tell you this: it's and you're gonna you're gonna you'll see it tomorrow. It's when you look at it on your TV, it's the best looking game I've ever seen in my life. Dang, visually, that's cool. It looked, Amazing. Uh, the combat is kind of 50-50. And I, th- and I figured out, remember I was talking to you about the beta? I think what it is is that you have to pick a, a certain cameo fighter for a certain character that you use. Mm. So, like, for example, Baraka has no no up attacks, right? Oh, so Scorpion, you need something to supplement that. Supplement that, correct. So it's like a, it's like a chess game you're playing all the time. Yeah. The other thing I enjoy... It's just like Marvel vs. Capcom. You don't want to push block at all. All you want to do is ridiculous air juggles. It's like they took Killer Instinct and Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and put them together. That's the best way I can describe what the, the gameplay is like. You can you can block blocks now. So, like, say, for example, a character comes in and he's whooping your butt. You can call your cameo fighter in to be a combo breaker, basically. Or you can you can uh, you can stop their block by doing another block on top of it. It's really interesting gameplay. I uh, I I was I'm so happy I, I bought it the day that I got it because I have done nothing but uh, even playing the training and stuff like that. It's been like super fun, and uh, I can't wait for you tomorrow to check it out. You're gonna be super excited about it. It's yeah, I can't wait to play it. Really I can't. Uh, so we thought since it's Mortal Kombat week, we would do. Our five top characters and our five favorite fatalities. So we'll let Abara go first. Uh, you can start from bottom to top if you want to, or top to bottom. Where okay, bottom to top. All right, and uh, I don't have these ready, so this is just going to be kind of off the cuff. But you mentioned one of the one of my favorite fighters that that you're actually playing with Mortal Kombat One, so I'm excited to get my hands on him too, Baraka. 
Barack has always been one of my favorites. I just I, I love the the idea of having freaking swords for hands. <laughs> yes. As cheesy as that is, but man, he was so like awesome in like in your face in the nineties. Um in that you know, he's just this dude in, in a you know, in a brutal game that has weapons for arms. What's not yes. to love? Um and then um Got to go with Sub-Zero, of course. Sub-Zero was always my main in uh, Mortal Kombat, the original Mortal Kombat 1. Um, awesome. And then uh, Mortal Kombat 2, Shang Tsung. I, I just love his look. Like, the look of Shang Tsung. Awesome. I don't know what it is about it. Like, the suspenders or whatever. I'll say this funny thing about that. You know, You know what he reminds me of? He reminds huh. me of the visual I've ever seen at every Chinese restaurant. It's always like the the guy with the long mustache. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I hate to say that. No, no, no racism or anything involved. I just thought like when I see him, I'm like, I'm like, I think of the, those pictures all the time, like that and the dragon. Like those are two <laughs> things I see all the time. Oh man. Um, and then uh, let's see. So that's three. You got your um, boy back there. No, I, I'm saving him for last. Um. Yeah, I'm saving that guy for last. He's he's the best. He's the best there ever been. Um, I played a lot of Mortal Kombat three, so I think I'm gonna have to say, oh, Striker, <laughs> Striker. <laughs> oh, by the way, something funny for you, uh, Striker in the game. Uh, he's a cameo. He yeah. handcuffs people's hands behind their backs so you can do combos off of them. Oh, sick. Oh, his assist. Oh, yeah. sick. He'll run out and he'll handcuff you, and then you're like this, and you can't get. You had to break your arms loose, and so oh, that's messed up. Off you. He also has like a taser and a cop light that he flashes in your face so you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the mall cop crossing guard striker. Yes. Um, and then uh, of course my favorite, my guy, my main, always is gonna be Kung Lao. So good. That hat is so fucking badass. And by the way, yeah. he didn't want to take a picture with this guy. He was like, "No, nah, I don't want to do it." And like, he had the yeah. original hat from the from the game with him. Man, so funny fucking story. cool! Another what an we the elder with him too. Yes, we did. I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? Oh gosh. Yeah, we like we 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 hit the elevator and then like just it opens up and there's freaking Kung Lao like right in front of us. We're like. Oh man! Amar <laughs> was sitting there, and I had to see this on YouTube. He was like, like this, and he was like looking over, and I was like, just, just say hi to him. And he's like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. I like, I dabbed him up and everything when we came. In oh no, yeah, I, I ended up fist bumping him <laughs> at, at some point. So I fist bumped Kung Lao, and like, uh, you know, we were hammering it up with freaking John Pacina, like, uh, yep. um, Johnny Cage, and ah, dude, that, what a crazy weekend that was, man. That was wild. That was awesome. Super nice. He even like said goodbye to me before he landed on the plane and stuff, which I thought was really cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And the first time I met uh, Piscina, Master Piscina, like he gave me a hug. I got a hug from Johnny Cage. Yeah, like you did to me with the Nick Arcade guy, which I wasn't ready for. He just like, yes, oh, man. And he just crunched. Phil me. Moore like, oh, is Phil Moore is one of my favorite people on this earth. That man <laughs> he, is so nice. He crushed my soul. I wasn't ready for that. I was like, I, I just saw you as a kid on Nickelodeon. <laughs> yep. Oh, he, uh, dude, he loves his fans, and he just loves to, 
He loves life. He's yes, so he's infectious cool. to be around. Such an awesome dude. Yes, he really uh, is. What are your What are your top five fatalities if you ever seen? Top five fatalities. So, um, let's. I, I got to go with uh, number one, the pit, the original pit. That was uh, so. I, I didn't know about it whenever I was watching someone play in the arcade, and all of a sudden, like someone's getting hit off the side. That I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, just blown away. Um, and then, um, oh uh, yeah, classic Kano ripping out uh, the heart. But um, uh, <laughs> Johnny Cage in uh, Mortal Kombat Two, there's like this glitch where you can like punch someone's head off like three, four times. Yeah, it's actual fatality. You can actually do that. Like it's actually in the thing. So yeah, actually- four four heads coming off. That was a funny one. Uh, but my favorite of all time. Um, and it's my guy Kong Lao. The, nothing beats for me him taking his hat and slicing him right down the middle, and then like the person just splitting in half. Yeah, it's was... so brutal. Like, damn that hat's sharp. Yeah, that's all I got. So, I'll do my top five characters. So I'll start <clears throat> at the bottom. You're gonna laugh at me. I don't care. Uh, I love Tanya. Tanya. From Tanya. So, it's so like I said, it has it has a, a good cinema value to me because I used to. Okay. Remember, I told you about my my friend's brother, where I would just basically just do the drill kicks and spin the splits. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I so back to the story. I basically what I would do is uh, I had my best friend's brother's name's Matt Morrow. Shout out to Big Matty, as I used to call him. Uh, I used to torment him as a kid. And uh, we would play fighting games. And what I did the entire time was I would drill kick and then I would spin back. And it was like broken. Like the whole thing was broken. And he used to get hot. Like <laughs> hot mad about that. And like told his mom on me at one time. Uh, That's he, funny. He broke his brother's PlayStation because <laughs> he, <laughs> he was mad. So Tanya has a lot of sentimental value. She's such a troll and I just love it. I'm happy they brought her back in the new one. I, I want to play as her. I just don't know if I'm going to like her, but I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Number four, uh, I, I would have to say, uh, I know a lot of people don't like him. I liked him when he came on the movie. That was Kano, where they came with the Australian accent mm-hmm. and all the cheesy stuff. I love him in the new movie that they came out with him, where he's a total a-hole. Yeah, and I just I just love his mentality. Like it's just he's just sleazy and evil, and he just doesn't care about sides and things like yeah. that. He had the spin, he had the the knives and all that stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. So he is uh, he's definitely my number four. Number three, I'm gonna go to MK3 too. Uh, I was a big fan of Smoke Robot Smoke, not not uh, Robot Smoke. Oh, I I didn't like any of those robots in three, to be honest. So I like Cyrax too, but the yeah. thing about Smoke that I loved is that he's the first uh, guy I could do aerial combos with because he would have that float in the air, and then you have a float and you can hit him with the 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 the, the uh, like the devil's horn or the you know the spork whatever, and then basically do like that. But also he had the coolest one of the coolest fatalities. He would blow up the world like that was yeah. <laughs> I, I did that one so often. Like it's it's so stupid. Like. He oh, just great. kind of sprays some bombs like on the ground, and then all of a sudden it like it goes to outer space, and like the Earth blows up. <laughs> so throwing MK1 context, they gave that to Cyrax, but they do like the. You ever seen the uh, episode two of like uh, Giant Django Fett and his uh in his Slave One, 
Well, it 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 basically doesn't make a sound. And it goes like a big bass thing goes off, and mm. they did that for the the fatality in the the new one. It's mm. awesome, cool. Uh, but I like Smoke a lot. I I uh, I think that he was my go to in Mortal Kombat three, and thought he was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give some love to the OG for uh, was this this is a uh, number two. Uh, this would be uh, Goro. Goro. Goro just blew my mind because uh, one, I hated him when I played him on the original Mortal Kombat. It drove me crazy. But he had like four arms. I just thought it was cool. Like he grabbed people and he like beat their chests and stuff like that. I liked Kintaro more. He looked like a tiger though. Like he. Yeah, I know, like, and, that, and that's why I liked him. He was like a more colorful Goro. Yeah, and he's and don't get me wrong. He's I think his his looks better. But every time I see Goro, like even when like we were opening the cards, I'm like, oh man, God, he's just so awesome. Uh, I've been wanting this GI Joe of him, and I don't want to spend the money that 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 basically would cost me to get him. I just want him to carry around or like hang him from my car. <laughs> okay, Such so cool... who's who's the worst character then? Because I've the got worst, one in mind. The worst character, the worst one that I hate. Yeah. Johnny Cage, of course. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Gotta keep this rib going. No, I. So Johnny Cage is actually a good fighter. I mean, like one that one that's just like, you know, striker esque. I mean, Nighthawk is a pretty good one. Uh, God, that is a, that is a really good question because it's hard for me not to like people. I'll say this. You know what? You a lot of people will get mad at me. I don't like Molina. I am not a Molina fan because okay, here's the thing. Baraka's already in the game already for that that clan, right? Yeah. Then they have her being that as well. And the thing I didn't like about her too is that she's super effing cheap because she can just do mm. that roll and that drop yeah. kick and the yeah. size. And I just I think I think honestly gameplay wise she's the worst character. That's honestly what I think. See, I I hadn't thought about like the the mini bosses, and I that that made me think of Mataro, who I think is the worst. He's the greatest. What are you talking about? He's he so stupid. Legs. It's so dumb. It's so like great. he's he's got like three frames of animation. It's it, so it, so I was I was like they took a Doom character for the top, yeah, a horse for the bottom, uh-huh. and then they gave him a Jack's metal fucking tail. I was yeah. like hell yeah! I love the sound he makes when he kicks people. He's like so dumb, <laughs> so good. What do you what do you what do you go top of? You can't put another forearm in there, so you got to do something to put <laughs> on there. Well, no, there was already someone with six arms, right? That's uh, Sheena. She, she, uh, Shiva she, has four too. Shiva, she's, she's, yeah, she's she was on Mortal Kombat three. Who would think it was six arms? Ah, whatever. But uh, my number one, of course, and everyone's it's a, everyone's number one. I I love Scorpion. Yeah. Everything about Scorpion that he's a skull. He's got he's just basically metal. That's why I, I like. I always joke like. Like Sub Zero's the the guy you would take home to mom, and and Scorpion would be the one that you make bad decisions with and regrets, and you know spend time. Well, and and Scorpion's Scorpion's outfits are always so fucking badass. So awesome. Yeah. And the one he has here is awesome too. And then he has a cameo fighter that has his MK2 look, and it looks oh nice. Yeah. Okay. MK2's ninjas are my favorite ninjas. Yeah, they look awesome. Yeah, I also like I also like the movie. The movie Scorpion looks awesome with the the dead eyes and mm-hmm. that type of stuff. But what I like about him too, he has the most the most epic story in Mortal Kombat lore. You know that Sub Zero killed his family, 
mm-hmm. goes to the nether realm and then he says it's not like a spawn where he comes back to life to get revenge on Sub-Zero. Don't get me yeah. wrong, everyone loves Sub-Zero and that's why I kind of went to Scorpio because everyone, what do they do? They just freeze all the time. Freeze, freeze, mm-hmm. freeze, freeze, freeze. And I hated it. But I did like that Scorpion could teleport away and then hit Spirit. Get over here! I could never hit it in Mortal Kombat 2 because that game's so cheap. That's why I kind of got off of Scorpion. And then they they did Sacrilege when they didn't put him in Mortal Kombat 3. I was so hot. Yeah, what the hell? What were they thinking? Then they made Male Model Sub-Zero, which just... Yeah, that was weird. He has a little thing over his eye. I'm like, oh, it's so awesome. that's That's the worst Sub Zero. Yeah, I would agree. The, uh, he had cool ice clones, and that that part's cool. Where he can like rain down like showers of ice. I'll, I'll say worst looking. Yeah, Sub Zero for sure, for sure. But uh, those are my, the worst uh, playing Sub Zero is uh, Mythology's Sub Zero. <laughs> hell no. I love Mythology. <laughs> what? Get out I of love here. it. I do. The fucking okay. For one, think about uh. Games at the time, did they they have a lot of videos? Nope. They made full screen videos on the PlayStation. And then uh, you got, it's like RPGs, you can level up stuff. Yeah, the gameplay is kind of crazy, but if you, like, I'd say for that, there's a good video for you to watch. On GDQ, there's a guy that shows you how to actually play it. Oh, sick. Oh, I need to watch that. I need to actually see someone that's good at that game. And he, like, shows you how the the mechanics work. I'm going to watch that tonight. It's super funny. He does a lot of cheesy stuff too. Like there's a lot of giggling uh, about it because he'll do some funny stuff. But there's some pretty epic people that play that game. Wow! Everyone should go buy it. I don't care what you say. PS One, get don't get it from N sixty four. You're gonna get the sweet cutscenes. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's that's the version that I was talking about. Is N sixty four? Yeah, it's PS1. bad. It's real PS1 bad. Is great. Okay. The guy who plays Kano plays Quan Chi in it, and he does mm-hmm. all the, like the voice talking and stuff. We were making jokes because when I brought that one to MGC, the mythologies, yeah. he was like, "I can't believe you have this game." He's like, "It's so bad." Yeah. And I was like, "I want you to sign this," and he was like, "You want me to sign this terrible game?" And I was like, "You did great in it. You did good acting." And then the dude who played Liu Kang was like giggling, like he thought it was the funniest thing ever. He's like, yeah, he's like, that game's game. Yeah, you had great acting skills. He's like, we should have won, won an Academy Award for that game. <laughs> and so then, he, like, he wrote in the thing, like, do not fail me. It's one of the lines from mythologies that that uh, that he says. Nice. And it's, it's if you like cheesy, like, movie-type stuff, the Sub-Zero is absolutely terrible. It's like they bought a Halloween costume and put them in it. It's so bad. Wow. But so good. And Special Forces. If you got a chance to play Special Forces, get that one, too. Okay. So now we're going to do our retrospectives. Uh, this is where me and Abar will pick a game to play, and we'll give them, like, a mission to do. And from there, uh, we'll talk about it on the following week. Uh, what we did, uh, this jerk over here did. He gave me this <laughs> game called Mr. Domino. Uh, can't beat him. <laughs> By the no way, one can if, stop Mr. Domino. If you can go in the comments and teach me how to play this, Zach made me feel like I was the worst person in the world. Zach's like, oh, I know how to play that. This is what you got to do. And I was like, there's nothing in the book that says that I have to do that. Like, where did you figure this out? And he's like, I just played it over and over again. I was like, no. I was like, I'm gonna that. That, game's, that game's hot trash. How do yeah, you have it's a terrible. game that explain the gameplay mechanics of it? I thought it was Domino Rally. I would literally just like put dominoes down to try to stack them across to get points. That's mm-hmm. it. I don't know. 
you may I told you I was so mad. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's the worst game. It's the worst game I've ever played in my life. It is bar none the worst game. Uh if there was if there was smelling poop or playing Mr. Domino, I would be smelling poop all day. That nice. is for sure. Yep. And Abaras was Resident Evil Zero. So how was uh, your your train uh, adventure? <laughs> I forgot how much I hated that game at the time. Like I I, I remembered enjoying it, but I guess I'm looking at it, looking at it with rose colored glasses. Um, because uh, yeah, like uh, I didn't I didn't beat the train section. I just didn't have time to. But I I probably made it about halfway and um. Yeah, the I, I don't like that game. <laughs> You're right about the story not making any sense. You really have to like suspend reality, especially with uh with Resident Evil. Like you already have to, obviously, with zombies, whatever. But um it makes no sense in the context of like any of the storyline. I think that what they should have done is they should have had another training center, right? Mm-hmm. And then when the helicopter crashed, they caught him. And then you had to get through this training facility together. Like, like kind of like a mini game, kind of like Resident Evil 3. Yeah. And then, you know, you can work. And But the thing is, like, they didn't even use any of the the, the, the Bravo team. No Bravo team members were in I, there. I know, yeah. And they, and they totally could have. Because it was Stop. during that time. Yep. And, like, they could have figured out, like, about, uh, you know, Wesker or something like that. Like, oh, we know who the, the informant is, you know, and then started Resident Evil. It's just, like I said, it's, it's dumb. It's really dumb. It, and it's weird that they're calling it Resident Evil Zero as if it's like, you know, a backstory to Resident Evil 1. It doesn't do anything to enhance Resident Evil 1 at all. Well, it was supposed to be because the, the Alpha team was the ones from Resident Evil. They were supposed to find out what happened to Bravo team. Sure. And that was the whole concept of it. But they didn't, like, when they, I think, what like I told you, like, they had too many, uh, they had too many games coming out. They had four. They had the mm-hmm. one remake. And then they, I think they're doing the one remake with the Zero remake. And Zero got kind of the, Short. I was like, they should remake that. There's two remakes I would love them to do to fix: is Resident Evil Zero, make it a single player game, and then fix the story, and yeah. then have uh, uh, Code Veronica. Yeah, I, I think it needs that needs that touch. Yeah, I I would like to replay Code Veronica too. I uh, I bought it for. <laughs> you can buy it on PS5. You can. Yeah, you can buy the PS2 version. What of it. version is it? It's PS2. It's the Code Veronica X. You can download it from okay. uh, PlayStation Store. I'm gonna tell you now. You better turn up the brightness on your thing. You thought the Dreamcast was dark. Oh my god. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, the Dreamcast one was dark, super dark. Dang. But uh. So what you got for me this week? It's Mortal Kombat week, buddy. And That's right. I know, I know that you would just love to play this. Oh fuck yes. <laughs> Yes! Oh, you were I talking about it earlier. Love that game. I was like, I was like, I can't. I, I was like, I can't let him know that I actually picked that because I was looking for Mortal Kombat games. I, I was thought about putting mythologies down, but I was like, I've been trolling him a little too much. I thought I'd give you some <laughs> enjoyment for Mortal Kombat week. Oh, dude! You'll be playing Shaolin monks. Uh, you will have to beat the. Uh, you have to beat uh, three first three stages. First three okay. stages. Yeah. Game. Dude, I hundred percent of that game back in the day. I mean, you know, did all the extra stuff, got 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 to Ermac and everything. Um, dude, it's so good. If you never played it, it's like one of the best uh I think it's one of the best like uh 
games that you, it's just like a great casual game. It's so much fun. It's so much fun, and you know who I'm going to play as, of course. Oh, of course, Kung Lao, of course. Kung Lao. All right. Um, I didn't pick you a Mortal Kombat game, but I did pick you a fighting game, and I think you're going to have fun with this one. Okay. Um, one Punch Man. Oh, I've heard about this. I can't wait to try it. I love Bandai yeah. Namco, too. Yeah, it's it's really fun, and it's actually funny, too, because, you know, have you seen the anime at all? Yeah, I have, yeah. It's all right, great. yeah, so the, the gimmick behind One Punch Man, just like his name, is that uh, he defeats his enemies with one punch. Um, and it's, like, a funny thing because no one knows how he got so freakishly strong. Um, he just up, up and decided one day that he was going to be a superhero, and then, like, years later, now he's too strong. He trained too hard. He's too, he's too tough. And he's he's just like uh, unfulfilled because he can't find a challenge. Like uh, it, there's all these monsters attacking cities, and he goes to like help out, and he's like, "Oh, I killed him again with one punch." It's just <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, there, and he's I, such I, a likable character. Yeah, I saw an Adult Swim and loved it. Uh, mm-hmm. I I uh, thought I it, I hate to see it because Attack Attack on Titan got most of the love for it. And yeah, then, like One Punch Man was kind of like right underneath it, but like. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. I I like the <laughs> JoJo game. I love like the random, but the thing is, they just did the DBZ fighter, and it dude the Namco mm. killed it. It's yeah. like watching a cartoon. So yeah. I, I I was really it's gonna have the same kind of. Uh, it it does. It's amazing. And um, hey, guess what happens when you play as One Punch Man? <laughs> you beat someone with one punch. Yep, everybody just, dies with one punch. That's, <laughs> it's that's really bad. funny. I can't wait. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah, so you'll enjoy it. Sweet. So what's my goals for it? Oh, no. Just enjoy yourself. All right. Cool. I'm not going to make you, like, beat the storyline or anything unless you want to. Yeah, the uh, – uh, I'm i always looking for, like, a new fighter or new something, like, that's out there that, I, like, I've never seen before. And I, I didn't even know that existed. I know that the anime existed. I never knew that there was a fighting game for it. Mm-hmm. So I might have to go on my – I might have to order me one just for my collection. Cause yeah, I like it's a lot of fun. All right, last but not least, I know we've been on here for a long time, but we thought we'd give you guys as much bonus content as possible. But uh, we also have corrections that we have uh, from our last uh, couple weeks show, you know, for episode two. Do you have any corrections concerning that one? Not this time. Uh, Nope, not this time. Me, I don't think I have any. And if I did, I apologize for my evil twin that was back in time causing all these problems so <laughs> i apologize i don't know who he is uh, evil, evil person but uh like i said guys sorry we weren't here we're going back to our weekly thing uh we had a lot going on uh i had car issues and vacation issues and all kinds yeah, of and life stuff. just gets in the way sometimes and we want to be enjoy it we uh we've been trying to do this like most of the week but like i said before we were just kind of like just had <laughs> middle-aged emotions going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, is there anything you want to plug, uh, Abara? I do. Um, so uh, it's, it's nothing to do with my book, but something to do with my book because um, if you want to see, if you're watching this and you're going to be in Portland um, in, on uh, the weekend of October 12th, I think 12th, 13th, 14th, maybe the 15th, whatever, uh, It's I'm going to be at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo in October. I'm going to be running the uh, premium edition booth with a friend of ours, uh, Zach. 
Um, and I'm going to be selling my books there. So if you want to meet me or buy one of my books or get something signed or, or whatever, uh, come see me at the Premium Edition Games booth. I was trying to make it, but like uh, I got, I'm the only person that works in my position right now, so I couldn't make it. But definitely support his books out there. Uh, also support Premium Edition Games. It helps him out, especially with his books and sales going out to Portland. If you've never been to Portland, it's pretty insane. Uh, everything you ever want is under one roof. Uh, so definitely support uh, them while you're going out there. Uh, me, uh, I'll probably be doing, while he, they're gone, I'll probably do some videos and, and content as well. So while we're gone, we'll have that. I will also try to see if a bar can get a few videos that I can post on Instagram and things to yeah. show you guys where he's at. Uh, but please support uh, him and his book, like I said before. His Carter Sealed Guys is on Facebook, and you can look at it. Also, Premium Edition Games. You can also buy his books on there, and mm -hmm. also their amazing games that he works on. Thank you. Me, uh, you'll catch me on GI Gamer 1981. I know that I haven't put in a lot of content lately. Like I said, we had a we had some middle age emotions going on, uh, but I am back. I am probably going to do a really funny uh, South Dakota pickups video of stuff <laughs> I got from South Dakota. Uh, I'm also probably going to be doing a unboxing of the MK1 Collection Edition uh, that I got. And then also upcoming is probably some gameplay footage of me playing and kind of learning the mechanics of it. So if you're interested in that, feel free to look me up on there on Instagram. Uh, thank you guys uh, for uh, staying with us and uh, committing to us. Please like and subscribe our YouTube videos or Apple stuff. Every little piece helps. When you're talking to your wife, just say, hey, I know these two funny gamer guys that are my age that are pretty cool. You should check them out. Yeah. Get out there. Take care of everybody. And remember to collect and open and play your game. COP, COP, make sure you play with your stuff. Don't act like they're stocks. Have a good weekend, and we'll see you next week. Later. Later, guys.